Hey everyone, this is Rick and welcome back to the Seed the Startup Journey. This is a startup droplet, which is a takeaway episode where I'll be discussing what I learned from my conversations with our amazing guests. Hopefully this is also valuable to our listeners who are currently running or are planning on starting a company. Our guest today is the co-founder of Rotten Tomatoes, Patrick Lee. A little bit of background for those who haven't listened to the full episode yet. Patrick is a serial entrepreneur. Rotten Tomatoes is actually his third company, and to this date, Patrick has founded six startups. He was the CEO and led Rotten Tomatoes through very challenging times, including the dot-com crash in 9-11. Now onto my takeaways. For a large company like Rotten Tomatoes, I would have thought that it would take months or even years for it to be built. But actually, Rotten Tomatoes went from idea to launching a website in only two weeks. Uh, and then that was how Rotten Tomatoes was born. He basically went from idea to launching a site in two weeks and he built it all in static HTML because he wasn't an engineer, he wasn't a coder at the time. Within that first year, you know, he was getting mentioned on like Yahoo, on Netscape. This film critic Roger Ebert wrote an article highlighting his favorite movie websites and Rotten Tomatoes was one of them. And I remember when A Bug's Life came out, we saw a spike in traffic and it turned out that that traffic was coming from Pixar. Now, the website was only built using static HTML, which is basically a very rudimentary form of a website. This is also Patrick's advice to aspiring entrepreneurs. Try and launch as quickly as possible, even like the most basic form. And sometimes it can be 100% manual, you know, um, and then see if there's something there. Ideally, you want to be trying to solve a problem. It's easiest if, if it's a problem that you are having, kind of like Sen with Rotten Tomatoes and trying to see what all the critics are saying about Rush Hour. I think ideas that don't solve any problems tend to be harder to pull off successfully. It has happened, but um, I think if you're actually trying to solve a problem, it tends to work better. Patrick didn't mention this in our episode, but one thing that he did mention in many of his past interviews beyond solving a problem or getting started fast is that early stage founders should be extremely focused. Focus on one feature, one category, and one market. If we think of Amazon, it was initially focused on only selling books. Apple was selling its computers, Google was making its search engine. So make sure to be extremely focused, especially when you're in the very beginning of your startup journey. Now, starting a company is never always a smooth sailing. It might not always be due to internal problems either. Rotten Tomatoes raised a million dollars in funding, only to find themselves in the midst of the dot-com crash. Patrick, I have a list of numbers here. 25, 21, 17, 14, 11, and 7. Do you recall what those numbers are? Yeah, those were the numbers of employees we had when we first raised money uh, for Rotten Tomatoes and we transferred our design team over. And then as we had to let go of people, that was the headcount that we had. And we basically had to cut from 25 people down to seven within the course of about a year because uh, right after we raised money in January 2000, in March 2000, the market just completely crashed. Um, and so it was just a really tough time. If we didn't let go of people, we would run out of funding very quickly and would have to shut everything down. Patrick also did not pay himself a salary and even moved into his office and slept under the desk. 
So obviously it was a stressful time, but Patrick and the team was able to remain mentally sane, perhaps through watching anime and playing games. One of the employees would download like the latest subtitled version of Slam Dunk and the subtitles were done by, you know, just random fans. And we would all just gather around and watch it together. After work at Rotten Tomatoes at nights, you know, about half the company would end up uh, booting up Diablo 2 so we could start all playing together. Um, and that was super fun. We play on nights and weekends pretty much for months straight like that. I think this is a good reminder that we should take breaks and make sure to also have some time for ourselves to recharge. Finally, what's the next big thing? Patrick mentioned artificial intelligence, genetic engineering, and this final one, which I'm also super excited about, metaverse. Uh, you know, like Ready Player One or yeah. The Matrix, right? Like for everyone to be kind of connected together digitally in a virtual world. Um, I think it doesn't have to be VR, AR, although I, they can make the experience better. But you look at things like Fortnite and Minecraft and Roblox, and right now people are already connect, connecting digitally using avatars, except stuff like that. And I think it's just going to get bigger. Right now, you know, 20% of all of Facebook's resources are working on Oculus and VR. Over 10,000 people. That's pretty crazy. Apple's about to release uh, some AR glasses, you know. Microsoft has HoloLens and they own Minecraft and Google and Amazon and everyone's looking at that space. So I think it's just something that's really interesting and if it really does manage to take off in its perfect form, you know, would it be Facebook 2.0? Would it be Internet 2.0? I think that area is quite interesting and I do think if you're talking about the metaverse, blockchain will actually play an important part because of the NFTs. Uh, you know, in the virtual world, there's not going to be any physical objects anymore. So you're going to need some good representation of that. Those are my main takeaways. Let me know if you agree or if you have some other takeaways from our episode with Patrick that you'd like to share. Message us on Instagram at seed underscore startup journey, or you can also email me at startupjourney.riklu at gmail.com. Finally, please consider leaving a rating and review on Apple Podcasts if you like our episodes. Ratings are how we can be discovered by more people, and we really value your feedback. With that, let's grow our seed of innovation and creativity together, and I'll see you next time.